0: Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Mary Ann Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. And a new year of the podcast. I'm really excited to start 2024. New years always feel like new possibilities, new focus, new energy and although it's hard to not get caught up in the hype of new year, new me, it is also a fantastic opportunity to reset your marketing, reset your business plans, reset yourself. And, you know, I think all of us probably do a little bit of internal reflection and, and external uh, discussion about what their new year might might entail. What I'm going to talk about today is digital marketing trends for the new year. Obviously, every year there's predictions about what's hot and what's not. If your social media is anything like mine, you're seeing a lot of what's in and what's out in 2024 and they're both a mix of informative as well as a little bit of cheeky fun I wanted to talk today about digital marketing trends for 2024 but as always within the lens of the small business owner there's obviously going to be macro digital marketing trends at play that as a small business owner just aren't accessible or aren't relevant maybe to your operations. It reminds me of a few years ago when I was in a business accelerator program and it was really aimed at taking your your business to the one million dollar mark and they had a a four-part formula. I think it was cash, people, something around operations and something around vision. It's been a while, as you can tell. Uh, And and they would talk a lot about, you know, establishing meetings for your senior leadership team or, you know, how to structure, uh, you know, working teams. And, And I think at the time my business had about four employees and it was just so unrelatable for me I you know drew a lot out of different modules but I just always got this sense that I didn't have the structure uh, or probably the complexity to implement a lot of their systems that you know they saw as the key way to scaling your business. And I think it's a lot like that when you read trends and, and what's hot, you really want to relate them back to that small business landscape and make sure that there's something that you can work with and implement. So I'm going to take you to, through four 2024 digital marketing trends and really talk about breaking down how they're relevant to you, the small business owner, and how you can jump on board. I'm kicking off with voice search optimization. If you've got kids, and especially kids like mine, things like, hey, Alexa, hey, Google, hey, Siri, have become the catch cry of the younger audiences. You know, and and even with older people, I I watch my my mum often say "Hey Bing" and ask her phone questions instead of typing it in. That voice search is becoming more and more a go-to across you know all generations, and the rise of smart speakers, voice-activated search. We really need to start optimizing our content for voice queries. So that's around really focusing on conversational copy, long-tail keywords, you know, what are the questions that people are asking that our our website is the best solution to or our business has the best solution for. And two ways uh, that I think small business can really look at this is first of all, local SEO focuses. So if your business has a local focus to it, you're going to want to emphasize those location-based keywords in your copy to really be able to trigger voice-activated search that comes down to location. So, you know, florist in my area or florist Morning Pen- Peninsula or florist Sutherland Shire, you know, whether you are, you know, the, looking at the the very suburb that you operate in or the delivery suburb, or, or sort of t- city names or town names or county names, you, uh, you know, it's really going to be important to be having lots of those words and, and not the keyword stuffing that, you know, we saw years ago, but more conversational. You know, if you're looking to deliver flowers to Menai, Canella, Carrilla, Gaimia, or anywhere across the Sutherland Shire, we're here to help. So, you know, you're listing out in a a real conversational way, some of those suburbs, and then you're also breaking it further down into, um, you know, broader areas as well. So, it's also going to be really important as part of that local SEO to make sure you have a Google My Business listing, and then to make sure you're optimizing it and really using all the features of Google My Business to activate that local voice search result. Because don't forget, if we're doing Uh, You know, again, Floris Mornington Peninsula, there's an opportunity for that map to trigger in those search results, which is always going to be top of priority results before text-based results. So, you know, anything that we can do to get that map firing is going to be really important for us. You also want to look at conversational content. So crafting content that mirrors natural speech patterns, addressing common problems in those pieces of content in a conversational tone. That's going to help with your visibility and voice search results as well. So if somebody's activating a voice device with uh, you know a question and you have video content that addresses that question, and firstly, it's conversational enough and with a natural speech pattern that Google or the device can read it. Uh, and then secondly, that it can actually play it back as the as the answer. Uh, that's going to be really important as well. So I guess, you know, not using tools to generate voices, Uh, not having overly produced content, uh, not having very kind of short and sharp but again that real conversational content and so that could be you know having an FAQs page where the, the questions and answers are actually all short videos and you would want to actually record the question and the answer so you know how much is delivery within five kilometers. We often get asked how much delivery is within five kilometers. You can go to our shipping page Or as a guideline, it's, you know, $25 to $30. So that short video is doing the job that text would do and therefore can become a result that can be played back to the person off their their smart device. So moving on from voice search optimization, no surprises. It's on every single list and it has been the last, gosh, five years, let's say, video marketing. Video is king. We can't deny it. We tried to avoid it (laughs) for as long as we could. But video content dominates and shorter, engaging formats like TikTok-style videos are gaining traction. We can see almost every platform rolling out a short-form video solution. Uh, If, like me, you've got kids on Snapchat or you yourself are on Snapchat, you'll see that Snapchat has Spotlight now, which is short and sharp videos. YouTube has YouTube Shorts, which is short and sharp videos. TikTok is short and sharp videos and obviously Instagram and Facebook have Reels. So, you know, every single platform is trying to optimise against short and sharp videos and that format of video is, it's not going anywhere. I think as people get more and more trained into short and sharp video, those, you know, dopamine hits, those quick intakes of information are only going to become more powerful. Uh, And then there's also things like live streaming, which has been around for a long time, but also shoppable videos are going to become more integrated, I think, into people's marketing strategies. So getting more out of those videos and making those videos more conversion oriented. So if we flip this and look at how can small businesses maximize here, you've got firstly cost-effective storytelling. I think small business heads have a real opportunity and I've spoken about this before that I think it's a USP that a small business has against a big corporate is that with a small business, we can be a face. We can humanize our brands by having a face in that video or a series of faces in that video that represent our business. So what we can do now is focus on storytelling and authenticity, build those real connections, step out from behind your business and start talking about your vision, your passion, your focus, your purpose, why you wanted to create this business product, solution, service, who it's for, why you're different, you know, everything now can be more raw, more real. We don't have to necessarily have the video crew come in and and film these super polished videos, you know, um, we've got the opportunity for behind the scenes videos, custard testimonials grabbed on the go, uh, DIY tutorials, all these sorts of storytelling techniques that give a person a lot more insight into our business, but they don't require those high production costs of what we knew a video, you know, five or 10 years ago. And then live streaming and interactive videos, I think is another key place for small business to pay attention, so live streaming. We used to panic about live streaming on things like Instagram and Facebook, and we don't see as much of it anymore. But I do still think it's a it's a good strategy if you have something particularly exciting happening. Um, even if people aren't there for the live, it definitely gets engagement afterwards as well. But then you know, shoppable videos. We're seeing obviously TikTok move into shoppable videos, shoppable ads. Um, Instagram has always had that connection for posts to be able to link back to products. And that's going to start to come through more heavily with videos as well. So really, you know, jumping on that enhanced user experience is going to potentially lead to increased sales. The more videos we can have with that outcome of, you know, click and buy now is going to mean an easier customer journey from their interest being peaked to be able to check out. I think influencer marketing will continue in 2024, but with a, a refinement to it. You know, influencer marketing is really maturing. We've seen many different evolutions of influencer marketing, I think. And, you know, uh, certainly three to five years ago, it was about the bigger the better. You know, who has the biggest following? How much do I have to pay to, to get a piece of that pie? But as, as the years have gone by... I think we've seen the micro influencer really rise up, and often the micro influencer has a niche that they're they're so connected to, and their audiences are genuinely, authentically connected to them. Uh, and and you know if we can find a genuine partnership between brand and micro influencer. I think what we then see is that advocacy flow through to the brand. So it's not about how many followers can we gain out of this interaction, but it becomes, you know, what was the engagement with the content that was created? Or, or you know, again, what was the conversions that came out of it? So I think when it comes to influencer marketing and, and how it's going to evolve for small business is really looking at those niche partnerships, collaborating with small micro-influencers who have a highly engaged audience within their niche and looking at how to make that partnership authentic. There's, There's no use selecting influencers because you like them or your friends like them or they're, you know, they're hot right now but they don't have a genuine connection to your product because it's going to fall flat. What we need to do is find those niche partnerships, find the, you know, the micro-influencer who has a community of engaged plus-size uh, fashion advocates because you're a plus-size brand, or maybe you're a plus size footwear brand that, you know, does boots that adapt to ladies' calf sizes, you know, and there's a real story there. And there's a real niche there. Uh, You know, again, looking at that sort of, it's like the babushka, the idea within the idea within the idea. How niche can you find an influencer? Because I can guarantee for the niche pain points of your product or service, there are groups out there, there are influencers out there that have captured that market authentically by telling their stories of that problem, their stories of the the needs that they've or the the troubles they've faced against those pain points as well. And the other great tip or or great space, I think, for for small business owners to move into in terms of that influencer marketing refinement is getting involved uh, with TikTok And and if you get involved with TikTok and then get involved with TikTok ads, you get access to the TikTok creator hub. And this is around, I guess, TikTok's directory of creators on TikTok that you can collaborate with. It's an amazing platform. It allows you to filter by location, by age, by some different variables as well. And I think I I went to TikTok's head office um, in December. They had a, a morning for agencies to talk about, you know, the next evolution of TikTok and and what's coming in 2024. And, you know, the point they raised about collaborators or or creators on TikTok, especially important for small business, is to actually let the creator take creative control. And it's something that many small business owners struggle with because uh, we're so connected to our brands. And often, you know, we are our brands or our brands are an extension of ourselves, and it's hard to think that we're going to let somebody, you know, style the the content or create the concept. But TikTok creators, and and again, when you pick them correctly and you discern in, in who you choose, they're doing so well because they're creating the content that resonates with their audience and with the, you know, TikTok global audience at large. So if you can give them your product and you can kind of keep the brief open, you've got the opportunity to leverage everything that's great about them and to create content with them that actually authentically engages their audience rather than feeling disconnected to who they are or what they normally do. And I think as small business owners, it's actually a really cost-effective opportunity to let an expert take your product And showcase it in a new and interesting way. So, you know, getting involved in TikTok as a small business in 2024, I think should be a real priority as well. And finally, it wouldn't be the, you know, the decade that we're in if we didn't talk about AI and machine learning obviously ai and machine learning dominated 2023 both in terms of headlines both in terms of trends but also in terms of panic as as you know many people raced to to safeguard their jobs with the fear that the robots were coming for us I think the advancements in AI and machine learning will continue to revolutionise the digital marketing stratosphere. And, you know, when we look at the positives of this, I think the areas are going to be personalization, customer segmentation predictive analytics, uh, you know, and and using predictive analytics for targeted campaigns. And so as a small business owner, I think there's a lot of affordable automation opportunities you can jump on. So really leveraging AI-driven tools that offer automation for tasks like email marketing, social media idea generation, customer support. So finding ways to streamline your operations without significant investment you know investing in systems and processes not necessarily having to invest ongoing in man hours and and you know grunt work the other area i think for small business owners is really targeted campaigns machine learning that's coming through in meta advertising that's coming through in google advertising again is really revolutionizing the results of paid ads i think in this year, the recovery that I have seen in paid ads as machine learning has become part of strategy, but also as we've leaned more into machine learning and stopped that sort of mindset that the, you know, the machine is just designed to take our money and and really started to test and prove that, you know, machine learning can actually amplify our results and can think of things in new ways than us and can also consolidate learnings in real time to to drive and amplify results. So I think that that machine learning through ads is going to continue to deliver, you know, more personalized marketing campaigns on a smaller scale that can succeed. But it's also an opportunity with that machine learning to look at how we can improve email marketing, social media ads. Uh, you know, using predictive analysis. So whether we're going to AI tools and we're analyzing data and, and asking it to help us find trends, or whether we're leaning into machine learning generated recommendations and testing against those to see what, uh, you know, what changes we want to implement going forward and what we want to test next. So they're my top four 2024 digital marketing trends. So voice search optimization, video marketing evolution, influencer marketing refinement, and of course, AI and machine learning integration. I hope the frame of small business has been really helpful for you. Look, these trends provide opportunities for you as a small business owner to leverage digital marketing strategies effectively often at a scale and budget suitable for you. So tailoring these approaches to your audience and niche, I think will help you create results in 2024. And it's really about being flexible and open. I think change is rapid in digital marketing. Trends today, you know, in six months' time, we may have a completely different view on, on what's hot and what's not. But I think this is a great way to start your year. Possibly pick one or two that resonate most with you and make that the, the start of your 2024 marketing, you know, strategy plan update and look at how you can move forward. If you need support with your 2024 marketing strategy plan, please reach out. I love doing one-on-one strategy coaching. I do two-hour strategy workshops to help plan out your marketing for six months or, you know, one-on-one mentoring around specific needs as well. So I'd love to work with you personally. You can find more information at marianamies.com or via the agency at wiseupmarketing.com.au. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.